Hello, Pastor Lisa Bates Froyland here from Redeemer Lutheran Church in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Welcome to our fourth season of the Redeemer Lives, Redeemer Lives podcast, a more portable way to take in the weekly preaching and music here at Redeemer. This season, we weather the winter months together. Join us as we prepare for Christmas in December and get to know Jesus through scripture and song in January, February, March, and then head toward a crescendo in April with a retelling of Jesus's death and resurrection. Imagine that, a religion founded on the promise that new life can emerge from death. And lucky us here in Wisconsin, because nature will be showing us this truth at the very same time. And now, here's the sermon. Such a long, such a long, long uh, gospel reading today, and yet I only want to focus on one sentence. Let it be with me according to your word. Let it be with me according to your word. It's the kind of sentence that can become a walking around prayer, right? It kind of times with a person's breathing. Let it be with me according to your word. Let it be with me according to your word. Jeff will probably not be surprised that I think that this should become a Taze style kind of song. I've been singing it in the car, especially this week, which has been a rough one. Let it be with me according to your word. It's kind of over and over and over again. Sometimes I I suggest to you that praying, it doesn't have to be a performance. We don't have to have just the right words in the right places for God to understand what's going on within us. And so for me, sometimes, if I don't know what to say, the Lord's Prayer just comes to my lips, and I'm grateful for that. Or it's just, Lord, I'm listening, and be ready for what comes back. But it can also be something like this. Let it be with me according to your word. I want to talk about the nuances of this sentence a little bit today. This is Mary's statement of faith you just heard in response to this incredible news that she would bear a son, although she was not married to Joseph yet, and that this son would be amazing, um, holy, and sent to, to do so many of God's intentions for the world. So Mary responds, let it be with me according to your word. This kind of sentence really contrasts with America's civil religion, if we still have one, at the moment that is hyper-individualistic, and yet it has really deep roots as well. Josiah Warren wrote in 1849, everyone must feel that he is the supreme arbiter of his own destiny, that no power on earth shall rise over him, that he is and always shall be sovereign of himself and all relating to his individuality. Then only shall all men realize the security of person and property. Josiah Warren, I looked up that phrase, arbiter of your own destiny, and he was what at that time was called, get this, a libertarian socialist. What's that? Well, Josiah Warren was that. But he wasn't the only one to use this phrase, arbiter of our own destiny. Also, Marcus Garvey, um, black nationalist, said, we are arbiters of our own destiny. God and nature first made us what we are, 
And then out of our own creative genius, we make ourselves what we want to be. Follow always that great law. And I think to a large part, Americans tend to do just that and believe that that is sustainable over time, even in the rough and tumble of any person's life. Sometimes it falls short, though. Sometimes it doesn't quite work. Let it be with me according to your word is different than another word that I think a lot of people practicing what I would call a folk religion would say, and that is to put in a different word there. Let it be with me according to your will, O God. There's a little more room in the word will for us to determine and make statements about what God's will is. You know, all of us are tempted to do this at times. Um, some of us do it all the time. Some of our friends might. That they say, well, it must have been God's will that such and such should happen. And with no real um, way of claiming that God had any intention at all for that to happen in that way. It must have been God's will that we move to another location because the house sold so quickly. You know, that kind of formulation. Or things far more dangerous than that when it comes to interpreting the events of someone else's life. We tend to play with God's will. And that's why I'm glad that the wording here is, let it be with me according to your word because we have the gift of the scriptures, the Old Testament, the New Testament, and we can look then for consistency with what we're seeing with God's promises of old. A religion grounded in faith and in scripture too. Let it be with me according to your word. What does that word say? Well, as Miriam read to us from Micah, that the coming savior that Mary was carrying would feed his flock, would make uh, them live securely, and that the savior would be one of peace. People would be fed, they would feel secure in their lives, and there would be peace. Aren't those the three greatest longings that humanity still has? Think here in Milwaukee, within the last three days, a postal worker was shot dead while delivering the mail in one of our Milwaukee neighborhoods. That's not security. A Patti LaBelle concert last night was evacuated at the Riverside because there was a bomb threat. Power stations in North Carolina have been shot, shot up. These are threats and people wanting chaos from within our own communities. What is this? We long for security. We long for food. We long for peace, but not all of us. And so we pray for the presence of evil that is among us now, and that God would continue to show God's self through us in making the actions and the words that say, we want security. We want food for everyone. We want peace. I got to tell you, I'm not as big an admirer 
of the pure and pondering Mary. That one that's depicted with skin even whiter than mine. <laughs> that is shrouded and just kind of looking off into the distance. In my uh, nativity set back at home, Mary is kneeling in front of the baby in the crib, and I gave birth twice. I would not want to be kneeling any time after that happened. But that's, that's the Mary that has been given to us over the ages. But there's another Mary in this gospel lesson for today, and I admire this one a great deal. When it comes time for her to sing with her cousin Elizabeth, she doesn't dwell on her own obedience, blessed is me, that I said, let it be with me according to my will. Her song instead celebrates the mission of the baby that she's carrying. For the mighty one has done great things for me, Mary says. God's mercy and strength, God's ability to make the proud think twice about their own perceived greatness, this beautiful poetic scattered the thoughts of their hearts of the proud. This is the mission of Jesus, to lift up the lowly and feed the hungry and knock the haughty, rich, and powerful from their lofty places, to even things out. We were never meant by God to live with such immense income inequality as we do here and now. So there is a calling out here, systemically and personally, for things to be turned around. Let it be with me according to your word points to this also, that the Jesus movement about to begin is bigger than any one person, any one person, even Mary, even Jesus. The movement is not possible without followers, the disciples first, and then many, many more, leading up to and including all of us here today. People that Jesus met and healed and invited to keep sharing the good news. Even those who would participate in Jesus's execution were necessary for the whole of the Jesus movement and the resurrection that followed. I wonder about you now in this very contemplative space with our dim lighting. What about you? here today, or at home, or wherever you are listening right now to this sermon. Maybe what we need most out of this sentence today is the first three words. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. Free it up. Let go of control. You know, I tend to be an enemy of any and all cliches, but here's one I can get behind. Let go and let God. In my prayer life, when I'm concerned about things, maybe this is true for you too, oftentimes what I hear is I got this from God. This is not for you to worry about or act upon. I've got this. But sometimes it's different and it's go there now be my hands and my feet. And that's what happened on Friday. A stirring of the Spirit, a goad from one of you, who I don't have the permission to name, but one of you, who sensed that something 
was awry with Mark and that it was time to check it out. We were at lunch and I just kept having this stirring that we needed to go and check. And because we did that, Pastor Mike and I were able to attend to Mark in his death, but to bless the body one more time, to pray over him, to let him know that angels were attending him even then. So the word of God leads us where? It leads us to witness the wonderful, the birth of a beautiful baby. It leads us to witness the terrible and to bring the love of God to that moment because God is with us. And to walk into so many things unknowingly, guided only by faith and trust in an often incomprehensible God. Let it be with me according to your word. You say it with me. Let it be with me according to your word. Let it be with me according to your word. Once more, let it be with me according to your word. God's word, my friend, is grace. God's word is mercy. God's word is forgiveness in this punishing, punishing world. God's word is freedom from so much guilt and brokenness and estrangement. God's word is Jesus. Amen. Mary, did you know that your ancient words would still leap off our pages? Mary, did you know that your spirit song would echo through the ages? Did you know that your holy cry would be subversive words? That the tyrants would be trembling when they know your truth is heard? Mary, did you know that your lullaby would stir your own child's passion? Mary, did you know that your song inspires the work of liberation? Did you know that your jubilee is hope within the of all who dream of justice, who yearn for it to start, Mary, did you know? The truth will teach, the drum will sound, healing for the pain. The poor
Mary, did you know your unsettling cry can help renew creation? Did you know that we need your faith, the confidence of you? May the God that you believe in be there you have it, a sermon and a song. Hope you are inspired, fortified, challenged by these podcasts, and also willing to donate to support our ministry here in the heart of Milwaukee. Online, go to www.redeemermilwaukee.org. An old-fashioned paper check means no fees. The entire gift supports the ministry here. Send a check to Redeemer Church, 631 North 19th Street, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53233. Our Fearless and Faithful Capital Campaign invites anyone to help us with financial contributions, big or small, to make our physical home at the corner of 19th Street and Wisconsin Avenue ready and able to worship, for education, and especially for outreach in decades to come. Information on Fearless and Faithful can be found at the website www. Dot redeemermilwaukee.org. Until next time, may our gracious God increase your hope, strengthen your faith, deepen your capacity for love, and grant you peace.